Welcome to the Styano Plastic Surgery Podcast with plastic surgeon JJ Styano, the only plastic surgeon in the UK who owns a clinic specializing in breast and body contouring. live I feel like um, oh sorry it's just a bad time because we've got a delivery as we speak and the man keeps on looking at me as I as he walks past and he's wondering why I'm not coming to help but it's because he doesn't realize that I am a uh, internet sensation and I do a Facebook live every uh, Tuesday at seven so he he can't be expected to realize that so he's obviously not um, in the know he might he might recognize me as he goes past the window um, yeah, it's me. No, he's just walked past. Um, so there we go. Uh, look at this, relaxing at home. I've got my jumper on and I am relaxing because uh, I've had a good day. Uh, I have had a good day and I've got to see about comments somehow. Anyway, I never, never know how to say about the comments. Um been out for lunch with my wife today. Um, I must remember what the questions are because I just copied and pasted them, but I do, I do know what the questions are. But I'll, it's the inverted nipple one and the pain or moving of implants. And I've got some props here for later on, so that's something to look forward to. Bought some props for me. Um, yeah, so been out to lunch, went to that tapas bar in uh, Birmingham, what's it called? Uh, Grand Central. Uh, and I'm supposed to look at the camera, but I don't know where it is on the phone. Is it there? Are you the camera? Are we on camera one? Is this camera one? Uh, yeah, so went to Tampa's place, came back, picked the kids up. So that was good. Um, anyway, so we've got a couple of questions for the uh, for the for, for tonight. And we've got one is, uh, is it about is it, uh, when you can exercise after having an inverted nipple correction? Uh, I might widen that out to being, you know, general surgery. But uh, this is a question because someone is, I think she's doing some kind of run, a, a 5K, is it? Or I don't know, I'm not. Anyway, some reasonable sort of distance of running. Uh, the main, the, the, well, certainly with an inverted nipple correction, the incision with an inverted nipple correction is tiny. It's a tiny little incision at the base of the nipple. And that will be healed in a week. Most scars and wounds will be healed in a week. Um and so that's why most dressings that I use are on for a week for most operations, because after a week that the epithelium, the top layer of the skin is healed. And so you don't need a dressing uh, after a week. However, the skin and the, the, the underlying layers of the skin do take a bit longer, like maybe um, a few months to really get up to, you know, three or four months to get up to good full strength doesn't matter so much with an inverted nipple correction because you're not really worried about the wound opening up because it's just an incision. It's just a cut that then you stitch up rather than you're actually some operations like tummy tucks and breast reductions where you're actually cutting out tissue and, and closing them under tension. So you worry it could open up, whereas an inverted nipple correction, you're not worried about that. But you are worried about infection. And so I would, you know, you don't really get, want to get too hot and sweaty uh, and you could cause problems with swelling and what have you. So I would say about six weeks. Well, I'd say two weeks if you want to start running gently. Um, uh, it's nice to use the stepper because that's real low impact. The problem with running is the impact. 
So the stepper is good. And then about six weeks before you're getting into really proper running and then only restart to get to running. Because I think this lady wanted to start running quite soon after her inverted nipple correction and, um, and well, wanted to do this run. I can't remember what it was now, a month and a half afterwards, but presumably you'd have to train for the run. And so um, I thought it might be best to postpone the run or postpone the surgery. I think she might have already had the surgery. But anyway, I think about six, after about four to six weeks, you'd be start starting to get back into running, but then you need to... Uh, um, then you need to um, uh, ease yourself into it. So, uh, and, and if talking about other surgery, to be honest with you, it's broadly similar for other op other uh, operations. Really, most operations wounds healed in a week. Oh, sorry, wounds healed in a week. Um, I don't know who I'm saying sorry to there. Wounds healed in a week. Uh, dressings for a week. Uh, then take it easy. Light exercise after two weeks. Light exercise being stepper exercise bike. Um, again, don't want to get too hot and sweaty to start with, uh, and then. But it's good after two weeks to sort of be moving and, and 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 up and about. But then you don't want to be doing anything too specific with regards to putting tension on the wound wherever the wound may be, for about six weeks. So uh, if the wound's on your chest, then you've got to be careful with arm movements, with breast surgery, tummy tucks. You've got to be careful with using the core uh, for about the first six weeks, and then after about six weeks, easing into it and building it up. Um, that was, that was the question about the inverted nipple correction. Next question about movement and pain of implants. And I know, uh, what this is about. Um, I don't know what the, the reference to this, but I'll try and wide it up to make it a general answer. Movement of implants. Good question. Um, there's two, uh, axes, if you like, that the implants can move on one. So that's a round implant. So it can move like that now if it's a round implant if it's in your breast and it moves like that it doesn't matter uh because it's a round implant it's symmetrical it does matter if it's a teardrop implant that's a teardrop implant you see that so a teardrop implant if that moves uh how do i get the angle anyway if that moves a teardrop implant it looks doesn't look right so uh, the the movement of an implant is more of a problem with a teardrop than it is with round for that reason i usually say six weeks for the um uh for the supported bra with a teardrop, four weeks with a round implant, not written in stone, but generally a teardrop implant is more likely to rotate in that direction than a round implant, much less likely if you're having polyurethane foam implants. One of the things about polyurethane foam implants, they do um, uh, are much less likely to rotate. But um, so that's the sort of common really way that a, an implant can move. The other way that an implant can move is that way so the back can you see the, the the there's a disc on the back so the back goes to the front so they can flip uh that's pretty rare you do see it once in a while but flipping is pretty rare it's more common though as someone was asking a question about whether putting in a higher profile implant would help a higher profile implant would be worse the it's more common with a higher profile the higher the profile the more rounded it is the more it is more like a, a ball rather than a disc Lower profile implants are sort of like flat discs. So a flat disc is less likely to rotate than a sphere, a spherical ball. So an extra high profile implant is more rounded. So it's got more risk of rotation. If you get a bit of a seroma, a bit of fluid around the pocket, it could flip in that direction. So that is a risk, but it's a pretty rare risk. More common when it comes to movement is the rotation risk, which is really with teardrop implants, not a problem with round implants. And also not a problem if you're, ha well, less of a problem with um, 
polyurethane foam implants. So uh, that is the flip thing. And the pain. Now, pain and implants. Yeah. Uh, obviously, when you first have surgery, it's a little bit uncomfortable. You do get some pain. I hope it's not too bad. It is slightly worse if you're having it uh, underneath the muscle compared to on top of the muscle. But there is a spectrum of people. Some people have it underneath the muscle and don't have too much pain at all. Some people have it on top of the muscle and do have some pain. So it's a spectrum. But broadly speaking, it's a bit painful and a bit tight, as you might expect any operation to be. Um, and uh, that that is to start with. And um, oh, what have I done? Um, then that pain settles. Now, sometimes people do get persistent pain. And uh, there, it, it, it is... Uh, rare to have a persistent sort of long-term problem with pain now there is a thing uh, there is a sort of entity of breast pain so uh, one thing one important thing is to just distinguish the pain from the implant to the uh, to the breast tissue whether it's the breast tissue that's causing the pain um, and this is something you have to come and see your doctor if that's me come and see me uh, and I'll have an idea whether it's actually breast tissue or whether it's the implant that's causing the pain or discomfort um, Time is always the best thing. The longer you leave things, the better. Um, well, as long as it's not breast problem with the breast tissue. Certainly, if there's any lumps or problems associated with the breast tissue, then you want to get that seen to uh, pretty promptly. But um, if it's just some discomfort from the surgery, and certainly if it sort of happened at the time of the surgery and it seems to be located around the implant, then you can reasonably expect that to be pain due to the implants and due to the surgery. Then time is always a good thing. Polyurethane foam implants are a little bit more uncomfortable than teardrop. Uh, silicone implants because the tissue grows into them so they do feel a little bit firmer and they are a little bit more uncomfortable i normally say to people it takes about a year for them to settle but it, you know there's a couple of people out there it's taken a bit longer two years two and a half years for them to really properly settle it doesn't mean they're a disaster for that time but it does mean it can take a little time for them to settle um there are a couple of people out there it's pretty rare but that you can get persistent pain with implants um it's hard to to understand why that's happening because an implant is a pretty inert thing medical grade silicone shouldn't really be causing pain uh, but nevertheless uh, some people um, do get pain uh, and the pain is improved with the implants removed so you have to say that that was what was causing the pain um, but it's a very rare thing and I think Long-term pain in uh, in implants is not something that you see very often, uh, but short-term pain is certainly a thing, and it can be a little bit uncomfortable, and it can uh, take a good few months. And if it's uh, polyurethane implants, then many months for that. I wouldn't say pain, but that discomfort or slight feeling of um, firmness on the edges to fully settle. Um, so it's just like anything; you have to have a uh, a discussion with your surgeon weigh out whether the the pros and cons are right for you it's always difficult because you're giving numbers and you say look this is a very rare thing now the people it happens to it's um you know 100 percent of their experience but most people um don't get those problems there are problems you can get with implants so i think it's always important to be more aware of the common things everyone sort of latches on things that oh someone's got like alcl this is one of the things that's around at the moment it's a very rare cancer uh, that people are very worried about and understandably so but i would say it's very rare you know you've got to look at the common things now common things are things like infection you know 
that well, it's not like even not even that common, but it's, it can happen. And capsular contracture; those are the two sort of big ones, um, the big you know real problems that can happen with implants, infection, and capsular contracture. So those are the things I think you really need to be aware of and you know weigh up whether it's something that you want to have done or not. But of course, there are lots of other little things that, that are out there. That uh, I say little things, little in, uh, incidents, in that not many people get them, but for the people who do get them, this can be a um, a big problem. So it's about weighing it up and being fully informed of. Um, of what's what's and all your choices so um that's been very relaxing i don't know if comments have been flying in while i've been talking uh and i haven't seen them but if they have as ever i'll i'll um i'll look for them oh, sorry my fingers getting in the way there i'll look for them later i was a little bit worried because i thought i was up against bake-off but i'm understanding from uh my family members because i'm not a participant with the bake-off um franchise but i'm understanding that's on it eight o'clock isn't it so i think we're all right with that so i hope i haven't missed um well not not gonna watch it not missed it but um messed it up for, for you guys um but anyway you can really watch it on the replay it comes up replays doesn't it this stuff so um that's me that's my questions and i think i've offered uh, answered them i think you couldn't can't argue that was a full and um comprehensive uh uh, resume of pain after inverted nipple correction and flipping implants and uh, painful implants so any questions as ever put them on the comments email laura um, i can answer them privately if you want or i can answer them in this way too and uh, tuesday night is a good one for me i hope it's a good one for you uh, so tuesday night 7 p.m next time hope to see you then and a cup of tea i would say just in time for a cup of tea for a bit of bake off it's not is it? it's 45 minutes so we've got plenty of time uh get your gym jams on all right then uh speak to you soon well see you soon next week friday 7 p.m that's me check out i probably won't be quite as relaxed then because i'll probably be, be doing a bit more work then all right then. bye have a question not covered in today's show then send it over to info at styanoplasticsurgery.co.uk using the hashtag AskJJ. We'd love to hear from you.